0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, mutants, marvels, monsters, Morlocks, and chuds. This is the Set in Stone Podcast. Hey there, everybody! Welcome back. Welcome to episode seven. ...of the Set in Stone podcast. Uh, It looks like we're going to be only about... ...one to two episodes a month. I apologize for that. This episode is pretty fun. Uh, Kind of uh, back and forth a lot. I go on a lot of tangents. Uh, I try to get through a list of... ...influences and artists with our guests. And I just keep... ...rambling on about a lot of stuff. But uh, it's all in good fun. In this episode... ...our guest is my good friend... Don Black and Don Black is another local creator here in Vegas he works with his partner uh, business partner I should say creative partner Preston Mack and they're part of a company called My Unknown Designs and you can find them and all their information at myunknowndesigns.com and on there you can find blogs and reviews and even uh, a few uh podcast they'd done with me a little while back, interviewing me and finding out little tidbits about, you know, your slightly charming, totally annoying, but hilarious host. <laughs> okay, enough with my ramblings. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, sit back and relax and uh, check out this uh, pretty fun interview I did with my buddy Don Black.
1: Yeah, I used to that forever, like it's an
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, white paint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don from somewhere in the west coast. <laughs> yeah. Washington area, right? <laughs> Seattle? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, where I'm from? Yeah. All over the yeah. You can't be from all over the place. I you been, the place. had to have been vagina burp from somewhere. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, that was Washington. <laughs> Washington, okay. Yeah. yeah. I know you like to keep it vague because you're a man of mystery. Yeah, be
1: I'm jokingly a man of mystery, but I <laughs> really have moved every year. Of my I, When growing up through high school, mm-hmm. moved every year of my life but one. Yeah. And uh, so I really am kind of from all over. Cool. Uh, moved around a lot in my adult life. Uh, Sacramento
0: and Las Vegas are probably the places I spent the most time. I am, I am the complete opposite. I've never, I mean, that I can remember, but I've never been anywhere but here in Vegas like, when I was, um, I think, no, I had to have been less than one, like, only a few months old, uh, we moved to Florida, which is where my mom's from, and then, like, a few days before my birthday, my little brother was born. Like, they wasted no time. And I said, wait three months until you try again after a baby's born. They're just like, that's got to be three months. Let's, let's do it. And then, so.
1: So what brought them to Vegas?
0: Um, I think it was just moving back, I guess my dad couldn't make a living out there in Orlando, and plus he was living with his, my, um, my mother's parents, and he just doesn't, he's just not that type of guy, he's like, I'm an adult, I gotta make my own way, even though he's only like 25, yeah, you know what I mean, 26, it's like, in I'm my back. own man, but that was after a, a couple of years, because I think I was like three or four, I think it was three when we moved back, so we spent about a year or two out there, and then, uh, and then, yeah, so, 31 years later and I'm yeah. still here, so. I yeah. never understood.
1: I, I like Vegas, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I, I've never understood the thought process of moving to Vegas. Like, my parents made that move, too. Like, Chicago, oh, there's a lot of arts and uh, history to that town. Same of San Francisco. L.A. has a lot going on for us. Like it's, yeah, like, all those I can understand the draw, um, but Vegas is kind of a everything that has a draw is kind of designed to eat your money away and yeah I mean from a touristy standpoint yeah yeah because it's designed for outsiders it's not really yeah but, but it's from also the, from the public perspective yeah I mean like if you didn't live here and didn't know the city then yeah yeah
0: but it's also one of the, from what I understand one of the easiest places to get a job too really with the casino industry yeah. and, um, and not just that it's like it's like any type of misconception about a city it's like New York is full of you know, muggers and pimps, and you know, maybe like forty years ago that was like the case, but right? <laughs> or yeah. thirty years, even twenty years like ago, all that up. Years yeah, ago. yeah. Hell's Kitchen is now yeah. what Clinton and it's like million yeah. dollar homes. Yeah. But um <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> I know. but like, like people don't understand that there are houses and neighborhoods and you know, oh yeah, parks. You know what I mean? Like I used to go in the chat rooms back in the nineties, and people were like, oh, uh, you live in Vegas. What hotel do you live in?
1: Yeah. I'm Like. No, that's, no, that's not way. how it
0: works, right. you know? And that's
1: what I was meaning. Like, having lived here, of course I can see a lot of draws in the city, and, and there's a lot of great things that happen here, and some not-so-great things. But, yeah. But it's like, I can at least get the draws. But coming in, like, when you're deciding a place to live, you want to move, you don't know about half of that stuff. And yeah. Like, when you think Vegas, you think casinos, you think, like...
0: Well, that's what, and that's a one, so for some people, it's like, yeah, man, I, I, whenever I go to Vegas, I go to the casinos, and I make a lot of money. It's like, yeah, well, that's what once, twice a year, Right. you know, and then you, you move here and you try to do the same thing and you're just losing yeah. money and then you become the people like, fuck Vegas, and okay. not to get a job, and I, you know, I don't gamble anymore, and I can't go to the, the clubs, and it's like, well, yeah, no, neither do the rest of us, yeah. you know, it's like, we spend a lot of time in the casinos with us because we're, we're there taking your money, working the tables, and, you know, i we're not here to talk about Vegas, we're here to talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> only uh, eight minutes in and we're finally getting to the point yeah. but let's, I wanted to go over um, you your company your start where you sure. came from with art because um, you like me uh, you're an artist um, as well as a writer but I'd say you, you feel more strong as an artist like as a Oh, yeah. Like, you know, oh, yeah. Wh- which is great for an audio medium that right. you have two people <laughs> who are visual. Um, right. <laughs> and uh, and I've done your podcast before mm-hmm. and uh, my unknown designs, right? Yeah. On myunknowndesigns.com.
1: Which is your unknown <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: That's the snake eating the tail. Yeah. Um, and you run that with Preston Mac, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm asking like I don't know, but I know. I've known yeah. you guys for, like, years. Yeah, we, we, we tried to get unknown designs, and
1: uh, it was unknown designs for a really long time until we decided to make it official and get the site going. There is a uh, uh, furniture company um, out of, I believe it's Denmark, that uh, they, have, they have unknown designs. And it's a person, you know, their craft furniture and stuff like that. And we tried to be able, I guess they bought the dot com as a security yeah. thing. And we tried to talk to them and show we were doing something completely different and uh, tried to get them to budge. Now, fuck you, Americans. It wasn't that bad, but it was a very stern no. We're not letting you have it. Who are you? What do you? No, no, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. We, it was a back and forth we were, like it was probably a good month and a half that we were just like going mm-hmm. back and forth for email and trying to you know maybe offer something for it like we even possibly like even maybe advertising in the beginning or yeah. something like that but uh, yeah they were not having it so yep
0: been <laughs> like universally unknown yeah. designs <laughs> yeah no, we thought about or it. But. Fuck My Unknown design. Yeah, right. <laughs> or... We yeah, it's not even close to yours. It's yeah. As, close as Fuck Unknown Designs. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> would you prefer
1: Fuck The Furniture Company than Unknown <laughs> Yeah,
0: like. that's the whole title. <laughs> the longest URL yeah. ever. So what is it you guys are trying to do there? Yeah,
1: uh, so we work uh, we work with artists, um, the, uh, the promotion, trying to get uh, publication, which is a huge deal for people starting out. Yeah. Um, the uh, not taking ownership of the of, their, of people who come on the sites work. Uh, we're also trying to offer uh, tutorials, tips on the sites, things that, mm. to help people grow as artists, uh, offering the community. Um, but it's a site by artists for artists, and yeah. and uh, hope, hoping to uh, hoping to expand it. With the, we have some pretty big ideas that is, are taking a little longer than I'd like to roll
0: out. But yeah, that's, uh, we that's have some very definitive goals. <laughs> yeah, that's always the the downside to doing it yourself, or yeah. uh, you and one other person, or. You and one other person yeah. that kind of does stuff with you. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so we finally we have finally have somebody working on the website part of it for us cause that was a huge struggle. I'm not a web designer, neither is yeah. Preston. And, and uh, should have contacted
0: me. My brother does that. And that's what he does. Really? He's a web designer. Yeah. And uh, well, on the side when he's not doing Yeah. So he does dance. your website. Yeah. He really? did ours. Good job. Yeah. And he you, you just have another one for his other company he started. So, but
1: oh, anyway. anyway, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so we have the website being worked on now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're bringing on uh, cartoonists for Sunday comics. So that's uh, Sunday comics is our section that we are deal strictly with comics. So one day a week, it's
0: only comics. There's no other cult, no other blogs or anything that go that. Okay, and you also have a, a section of the podcast that's dedicated to that too, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Okay. So,
1: yeah, comics are a huge part of who we are, and we don't want to lose that. Yeah. And, I, I mean, when you consider our sites mostly about promoting indie, uh, independent arts, um, you know, it's in the comic field is full of people that are trying to make it and trying to get noticed, and yeah. so anywhere we can help there. I like that. <laughs>
0: I agree. <Yeah. laughs> so, basically, you're doing the, what... uh well, we're trying to do the same thing uh-huh. in our half, and hopefully, someday, we're going to have a joint collaboration in that field, so sooner oh, than absolutely. later, yeah. from the looks of it. Yeah, absolutely. But the way that uh, halfs of our teams are working, we yeah. may be working on something sooner than, uh, yeah. sooner than <laughs> what we thought. But, uh, so, when would you say um, you first got an influence to do art? There's any any art in general. I, I honestly can't even remember and I yeah. I'm not trying
1: to, you know, give a douchey answer. I just I seriously I always remember drawing. I, I think you said it's the same thing with you. Mm-hmm. Like it's I, I seriously can't remember a time I didn't draw I can remember a time I didn't draw well and like that I was just doodling all the time. I'm still but. in the middle of it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, no, I've been I've been doing art for as long as I can remember, um, digital art. I've been doing about, actually, it's closer to 13 years now. Mm-hmm. So it's been, it's been quite a
0: while. So, um, but those are mostly the areas I work in. Yeah, I'm, I'm slightly newer. Only about six or seven years, I think. Maybe no longer than that. Just like no, probably nine, nine or ten, like. I love how you're like,
1: I'm newer at that. You know, if I was going to school to become a doctor, I'd be a doctor in that <laughs> yeah. period. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did say I was good world at world it. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. because
0: yeah. you have Photoshop doesn't mean you know how to use Photoshop. Oh, well, that's a good point.
1: Yeah. If people it, prove that on the internet daily.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's skip ahead a little bit. So we've all done the kid thing, just drawing, sketching. Mm-hmm. Um, do a little more um, specific. When when would you say your earliest influences in comic books were? Like, what can you remember? Yeah. your First comic book you ever had.
1: I'm trying to think, it would have been. Well, the first one was a dumb
0: Donald Duck comic book. But it it mm-hmm. almost doesn't count. Comic <laughs> so book's a comic book. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm sure people are, in, even I just are thinking they're probably more superheroes. Yeah,
1: movies. I think with superheroes. Or heroes, mainstream comic books, yeah, I say. Um. There was a... I, I was reading X-Men here and there, but the first comic that... I, I, and this had been, you know, probably a good five years I've been reading superhero, til, superhero comics before that. Mm-hmm. But the first one that really made me go, like, I want to do this, uh, was uh, Batman, Death in the, Fa- in the, or Death in the Family. Oh, okay, um, so like mid 80s? Yeah, mid, and so 84,
0: 85?
1: Yeah, with Jason Todd. Yeah. Um, but I just, up until that point, I didn't realize comics could
0: go that dark. Like, it, yeah. it's. Some have been earlier in the 80s because yeah. it came out, what, eighty six, eighty seven. 86, 87? The Dark Knight Returns? Well, I didn't even read Dark Knight Returns
1: until probably a good, like, eighty eight, eighty nine. 88, 89. Like, it was. Yeah. It had been out for a while by the time I finally read it.
0: Yeah, I don't think I read it till. Probably Junior high school
1: Oh yeah I mean don't get me wrong Just like everybody else It blew me away um, I I had no, it would have been it would have been a little later because I read it because I heard about the movie the Batman, the Tim Burton one, that that that's was heavily influenced yeah. by that that book. So I went after watching the movie, went and read the book,
0: and, and you're like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, Batman doesn't. Yeah.
1: Happen. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Batman Beyond was influenced more by that book than
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know the old
1: grumpy Bruce Wayne. That's yeah, right. yeah. Um, no, I I think though that like the coolest thing about that that you know hopefully they get to at some point in the movies was just like Batman kicking the shit out of Superman and like that was just like at the time period just something else like (laughs) yeah and
0: he's a corporate puppet. yeah yeah I think one of the first ones I remember getting that I remember buying was an issue of Captain America
1: yeah and it had like a,
0: a Mike Zek cover yeah it was like huge back in the 80s yeah and it was this this character called The Slug which is this big fat gangster that has like little wheels it's like a human mojo oh okay Um, and like Nomad was on the cover and he's just punching this guy beating the crap out of him and Captain America's holding him back and he's like like the word bubble was like stop or you're killing him you're killing him and he's like that's the idea Cap and I was like (laughs) Nomad is badass right uh, I love all the anti-heroes
1: in the 90s like there yeah. there were like tons of them look at this oh yeah once Cable, once, Punisher like well oh, once had, like,
0: Dark Knight came out
1: yeah Dark Knight, everybody went
0: that's what everybody loves that's what they're doing that's, yeah yeah it's kind of a shame because for a long time a lot of characters all did that even like uh Spider-Man went darker uh yeah um was just everybody just felt like they needed to be darker instead of like carrying on what they were doing. And turn is, it turned into a
1: super dark look for a while.
0: Yeah, um, I don't think that was around the same time. That was probably closer to when the movies were out. So they all wore leather
1: and oh no no I mean before that like they had like Mojo's World and uh, like they went in like they were going into some really twisted. Kind yeah, of but, kind of but it wasn't places. quite the
0: same as uh no yeah, the no, you're right. Blasting faces off and... Well, and what was the guy that was, like... He was, like, half a robot. Um, Deathlock, Death Death Death
1: Block? Like, that guy was Yeah, bad ass, like.
0: yeah he was... He was, he came around, around mid-80s, I think, and then... And I don't mean the one from The Shield, like, the yeah. comic one, yeah. you know, like, a little different. So, we're off track again. Oh, no, that's right? cool. <laughs> so this, is, this is what we do. Like, no, I know, I know, but, but it, it, it's also trying to get insight into... You know, what we can about you. Okay. So, all right, so we. So when would you say, um, I mean, so you said that comic book was the one where you're like, that's what I, that's where comic books can go. It, it can be different than, you know, tights and capes and, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Time in buildings. When would you say was uh, the time when you sat down and was like, okay, this is something I could do. Like, I could create. My own title, or I could, yeah, I could draw my own book, whether it be of something already established. Because I've right. done that. I've drawn, I've, I've redrawn comic books, and I've, I've drawn my own books right. based off of another book. Like my brother and I used to trace whole comic books and then redraw our characters in their yeah. poses in that book. Oh yeah, we'd have to create a character that can do whatever Cyclops can do, right. or Beast, or you yeah. uh, know. Yeah. Because god forbid we change the art style because you know
1: junior high I I did do a lot of comics like it was they were half of them were just awful like like awful awful I go yeah. back and I'm like oh my god I can't believe how bad that was but um, so it, I mean that that was one of them that influenced me to do that um, X Men um, Daredevil I mean I have read Daredevil longer than almost any of them but yeah. it's like uh, um but uh, um... Uh-huh. I would always make these characters you know, early on that were essentially the same thing as, like, like for instance, like the X-Men or something like that. Yeah. Like slightly ver- different versions, so, like, instead of the blades coming out this way, they would, or, you know, like Wolverine claws. Yeah. And, and audio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, instead of coming out like Wolverine claws, you'd have kind um, of think of how to explain it. So there's, like, a, a blade on all four parts of the arm. Yeah. Kind of underneath the skin. And uh, it's, it's kind of cyber and it would flip out uh, to the front, kind of out like rings, and it went like yeah. in the four parts. Oh, so it's a little like Ripclaw. You know, well, ripclaw got it in, in just,
0: Somebody else was thinking of.
1: Because this one, it was like kind of a, he lost, it's so stupid, he lost N- his arm in the war. Yeah. <laughs> the war. The I didn't war? Even, yeah. I didn't even say what war it was, <laughs> just he lost his arm in the war. Yeah. And,
0: um, Well, nowadays, that could be any war right. happening.
1: And so, and keep in mind this is junior high, so like I didn't feel the need to justify certain details, that I absolutely would now. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, you'd have these blades come out, and uh, they could, unlike Wolverine, um, these blades could break. And so, like, you would have the character with, like, you know, he's fighting, and then we would end up, like, losing, like, half of one of those things, and, I yeah. I don't know. I thought I was being very clever, and then I look back on it, and I'm like, I'm just kind of making a cheap Wolverine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we've all made <laughs> yeah. our own cheap Wolverine. And Stephen King even said that if you're not participating in what you love to some degree, you're you're hindering yourself. Like, if you're a writer, and you're not reading books that, just any books, like, not even yeah. books that are in your genre but books that are out of your genre yeah. you're 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 killing yourself really you, you need to to be a better writer you need to read more you know and to be yeah. a better artist you need to look at more art you know like you need to you need to you know probably
1: wouldn't not, look to look at more,
0: artists to look at other types and, and of and art and fine art yeah, yeah not even not even comic yeah. books like you know look at a book of photos look at uh, yep. you know 18th century paintings you know yeah. Fourth century, whatever. I mean you know, the great masters, you know. Yeah. It all helps, you know. Some of it can be applied. Alright, so it's probably a lot more realistic looking over there in my opinion. In my yeah, opinion. yeah. But it's also yeah, it's it, i don't know, it's just, just you could just tell like a different feel. Like even yeah. even you know, and I don't want this to be sound super weird, but even when you see people from Europe um, you can kind of tell like, yeah, you know, that person looks like they're from Europe. You know yeah, what I mean? Like their 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 structure, their the way they carry themselves. It's like they're very European. <laughs> yeah, they all have ponytails and little <laughs> <laughs> pencil thin mustaches yeah, and, just, and yeah. smoke cigarettes upside down and yeah. Uh, no, I, they have goatees. Yeah, but um,
1: actually, you like most Europeans are awesome. I know that. Like it's it's uh, when I went over there. Like yeah, there's the. Um, it's, there's a lot of bad stereotypes of Americans over there,
0: but there's also a lot of bad stereotypes over here about those yeah. guys. Yeah, that's like Vince was, um, you know, the artist Pants, Paolo Pennatella. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Vince went over there and he's like, hey man, I, um, he's like, I like your work. And he goes, okay, and he looks back down and keeps sketching. And Vince is like sent me a message like, like yeah, I saw so and so, and and Pants is a kind of a douche. And I'm looking at the message, and I'm like, I really hope that he knows that dude doesn't speak anything but Italian. <laughs> right. It turns out, he's like, Did you know that Pants only speaks Italian? I'm like, Yeah, dude, I was trying to tell you before you're like, No like old your douche on him, you know? <laughs> 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 I'm like, Whether he is or not, but it's like, Yeah. I'm like, I'm like He doesn't speak your language. He probably yeah. knows 1% English, you know what I mean? He's such a douche.
1: He tips
0: 14%. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: actually calculates <laughs> yeah. out 1% less. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you go over ten? Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> right.
0: But um, yeah. Uh, I was like some creators, like they could be like, douchey, whatever. And I don't. I mean, but as long as they're not hurting anybody, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'll enjoy their art. Like David Goyer said a bunch yeah. of stupid shit recently about She Hulk, and right. it's just like oh, about how she was. She's basically effective. a porn star, yeah. and, you know? still yeah. So fuck the Hulk or whatever and I'm like yeah, it's a good thing I like your writing you yeah, know what I mean I'm,
1: I'm, on DeviantArt years... seems to back him up though
0: <laughs> well we didn't say the art community was full of a bunch of <laughs> intelligent people but yeah. and there's also a lot of just stupid posers on yeah. DeviantArt I don't even go there much anymore no like well, I'll check my messages my direct messages maybe and that's it like, I, I, I can't even follow my friends' deviations because I, I got a thousand a day Part of you miss part a week what, that's like yeah. 8,000 messages I'm like I can't I can't keep up yeah. you know part of what we're trying to do is to break away from that idea of just a quick posting
1: site where anybody can be part of it well not and even it's and it's like a, this,
0: not even that it takes like 10 minutes to post one piece of artwork yeah you get all these categories and subcategories and groups that you gotta add to and you gotta add these certain descriptions and keywords and I'm like I just wanna put up a piece and call it Hellboy you know what yeah. I mean and that's it Not I have to imply that it's my character or my drawing and right. who's credited to and all that bullcrap. Because so you put up a picture of Hellboy and like, you better credit Mike Magnola. Like, if you don't know who fucking Hellboy is, right. or if you know who he is, you know who created him. Right. You know? I'm not saying that I own this guy and he's my own creation. You know? Wait, Del Toro didn't create <laughs> Hellboy? <laughs> well, for the masses, maybe, <laughs> but. So. Well, where was that? Probably comic books. see people. Yeah. Do see art. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, we'll do kind of. A, what did my brother call it? Artist Alley. He called it. Okay. Um, kind of give us a quick rundown. Some of your favorite older artists, newer artists, just like your top. Top list. I mean, we'll hit a number and then just. I don't. I'm not gonna count it out. But You we'll know. Like influences. I'll we'll just put it that way. Okay. Um,
1: a lot of fine artists, which I don't think we're looking for. Um, yeah. The, uh, um, oddly enough, like I would put Frank Miller on there, mm-hmm. even though I recognize he's not the greatest artist.
0: But his his, his style, style lately is amazing. Like yeah, his his style lately is suffered. I feel. Yeah. Because I don't think he's done it enough lately, mm-hmm. or he's. I don't know, just come to come to complacence yes but um, it's just, you look at, at like his Daredevil
1: run and it's like yeah, it's great it felt like an actual city it felt like he was like it, he gets uh, yeah, he's credited with bringing the cinema feel yeah. to comic books there's something al- gritty and realistic about like what he does and it's like yeah cause he didn't
0: even Sin City that city felt alive like, it yeah like a, it he, felt like a place he didn't quite way. dress it up he didn't quite fantasize it he yeah. made it he made taxi drivers version of yeah. New York Yeah They're Daredevil You know mm-hmm. You know Kids on the corner And corner right. Theaters On every yeah, Side street Oh yeah <laughs> I forget the guy's
1: name uh, The little uh, Guy who always Gives up information To Matt Murdock yeah. Kirk, Kirk Kirk Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um Jim Lee, obviously, is the
0: big one. Yeah, yeah. that that seems to be on a lot of people's list. Yeah, including yours. (laughs) we did that interview with Sig, and he's all, Jim Lee, and Jim Lee, and Jim Lee. (laughs) But when you look at Sig's style, it's nothing like Jim Lee. No. His style is probably closer to, like, Ralph Bakshi than it is Jim Lee. Well, even my own
1: style, I don't think is Jim Lee. It used to be more like Mm -hmm. Jim Lee, but... You have to kind of You have to develop Your own thing After a while
0: Yeah My I have He's an influence For sure But I And I always wanted To draw like him But I I tend to not Like it doesn't Really tend to look Like his stuff And at one point Like uh, you look at you know Salvador Lorozco? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was looking more like his stuff. And to a certain degree, it still kind of does with some of the stuff I do. Because, like, I try to get stuff highly technical, but the characters look more, car- more quote-unquote, cartoony, mm-hmm. you know? But at first, I was kind of like, I wish I could be more like Travis Charest. You're right. Travis Charest, probably right. presented. Because it looks like a real guy there, and he's, you know, and it looks amazing. And that works for him, but it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. And then I talked to uh, Scott McDaniel, which sometimes right. I can tend to do a lot. And uh he's like, "If you're gonna draw realistic, go take a photo." Right. You know, Greg Capullo has the same of so This you, is a common list is...
1: for modern comics. Yeah. yeah
0: artists. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're both like, "If you're gonna do that, go take a photo. Go, you know, trace a trace a trace a photo of a person." Um, but if you're gonna make a comic book, it's all about the fantasy. It's all about the balance and the like, cartooniness, and you know, you want real people. Go look at real people. Basically, mm-hmm. this is all you know. Yeah, uh, taking it uh, completely out of context, but this—that's kind of the yeah. gist. Yeah,
1: I put the car up there. Sorry. Uh, uh, Harvey Picard. okay I can't hear you. Harvey the car. Oh, Harvey Peeker. Yeah. yeah. I said Picard. Nobody ever taught me. <laughs> oh, nobody like, else like was... Picard from Star Trek? No, no, no. Never, but nobody... I said Picard, but yeah. yeah. But nobody I knew would read his stuff, because it, it's kind of this weird social commentary thing going on. Yeah, it's, and you see an evolution in his art. His art's never good, as far as, like, on a technical level. Yeah. But, well, his
0: buildings and stuff are kind of... But it's... it's Compared
2: it's to mainstream. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, 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 it's uh,
0: kind of a traditional indie style. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, you had before i he does really great storytelling. So oh, like amazing! Like yeah. it's like, I've never really read any of his stuff yet. Oh yeah,
1: you feel like you're in this guy's shitty life, like yeah. he's essentially telling his
0: life in a well, that's tale. well not fairy tale, but like uh,
1: hyper real. Yeah, like yeah.
0: I know that's like, most of his stories. Like he was trying to. I know he'd done some comic book type of stuff, yeah. and he never was proud of it. And then he just basically did a comic book documentary of his life, and people just started eating it up. You know. It's like oh, it's so different than anything else you've ever seen. Wait, there's a comic book. Doc- oh, you mean the actual comic? Yeah, like, like okay, I thought you meant they made an actual it, movie of. Well, it did you know, like, American Splendor, remember? I, I've read American Paul, Splendor. Is it the same story? It, I think so. I don't. I haven't seen that movie. It was Paul Giamatti, so I'm I'm thinking it's good. It got oh, pretty, you're right. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Like, um, and he, I'm gonna sound
1: like a total idiot here because I just put him on. I honestly didn't know that that movie was the same. Like the, like, <laughs> like Crumb. I knew yeah. obviously the yeah. name. <laughs> I just, I never saw the movie. Yeah, and uh, I just
0: that seems like way too indie of a guy to make. A, you would think so, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's the equivalent thing. of like making Blade one of your first big Marvel movies. You know, nobody's heard of Blade. Oh, well, that's, that's like a good that, point. Like what a what a uh, what a huge risk especially, to take, you know? Especially because
1: that version of Blade before the con- before the movie came out, like that the movie so version stereotyped of Blade is and awesome, and
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I like, mean Luke Cage.
0: <laughs> it's like like uh, I've always felt that that was the best reinterpretation of a character. Yeah, because if you'd done the one from the comic books, it'd have been a joke. It'd have been yeah, also a yeah, like, yeah, they would have tried yeah. to make a serious. Um, not self-aware Black Dynamite. You know what I mean? Like, Black Dynamite was very aware of what they were doing and what was happening, you know, and they did what they did on purpose, but this would have been like, you're trying to be serious yeah. with the... Yeah. But, and Guillermo del Toro made it, put it perfectly, it's a... Uh, or maybe it was David Goyer, it's a black guy written by a bunch of white guys based on a bunch of Shaft movies they watch. Right, and, the,
1: and Blade wasn't even close to the main character of those comics. Like, the Tomb of Draculas? They yeah, well,
0: not at like, first, no. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was Dracula and, uh,
1: what's his name, uh, um, the hunter guy, I forgot his name. Hannibal King. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, so I, I got Lee, Harvey track. yeah.
1: Generally yeah. uh Harvey Peak, Harvey I said Picard, but it might be Harvey Peaker. Peaker. yeah, I think it's Peeker. Yeah watch we'll, we'll have to watch the movie yeah right <laughs> give an official review yeah and uh, then say
0: R that's how you pronounce his
1: name oh uh, it's it's funny because you like he's got this record obsession and you're you're reading these and I'm sure a lot of comic people are just like me and it's kind of like he's talking about records and in his real life it probably yeah. was records mm-hmm. but you're you can directly translate that to you're like collecting comics and everything and yeah. that like making tough business decisions like Oh, I can
0: I can skip lunch today to get... Yeah, oh, I've done that too. I've been like, yeah. I'll get a cheaper sandwich for lunch instead of the one I want. That right. means sure. i got to go to the quarter bins to get right. books that I'm probably not yeah. going to look at again for another four years. It's the same type yeah. of stuff. He's
1: just doing it with records. And uh, it's funny because there's a sense of sadness about his character with it. And yeah. you're just reading that and you're like, I'm doing the same thing. How shitty is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, you do that's see it. a translation, or not translation, a uh, transition rather. Yeah. Um, when he starts out, it's super it's like I don't know how to draw type art. Like as it goes along, um, there's a, it definitely gets better, but it, it's it really is a style and it's
0: like it, it's really yeah. creative. They mentioned Jim Lee. What would you say? And everybody has similar, if not the same answer. What would you say was big for you that he had done? I mean that that like. that belt test.
2: Oh, no, just kidding. Ooh, what? Yeah, I didn't.
0: I'm joking. So I, I literally didn't even hear what you said, Zell-task? I no? said zell a Oh, zell a <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. me that there's <laughs> not a bunch of Jim Lee fans that didn't start because I, I actually prefer, our you're maybe you're, side-off <laughs> Yeah. They're
0: the same. Did you ever read that Wildcats trilogy that Jay Lee did? Yeah, yeah. I like the way Jay Lee drew her ass better. Like, there's (laughs) this one shot of her just turned sideways. It was back in the day when he did that crazy, exaggerated, you know, splattery style. (laughs) But the colors just, bam, just hit that. that. Anyway.
1: For any young readers who don't know this, uh, or listeners, I should say, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they didn't, like, now they at least try to somewhat hide the fact they're showing you an ass shot in the 90's they didn't even try to hide it everybody was wearing a song it was like in your face and uh, and they were still facing you with so yeah. a broken back
0: some, yeah somehow like, <laughs> bo- their upper <laughs> body turned <laughs> around like an owl's head or, yeah. yeah yeah but I mean that was the that was the times so that's what they wanted you know that's what yeah. like, it's like yeah absolutely I want to see that so
1: well and like to be totally honest I'm going to get off for just a 2nd off I'll come yeah, yeah, right yeah. back I don't think it's as bad as people try to act because like it's all fantasy. Like, it's, you're, Yeah, it, you should be, it's, it's just like how we have freedom of speech, but like, art needs those freedoms too. Yeah. And, uh, you know what, if you enjoy drawing men and women that are like, obviously idealized fantasy versions of them. Yeah. That's, mm. you're right. Whether or not
0: people buy it, that's, yeah, I mean, I, awesome. I, I agree with that, yeah, I agree with that on a certain level. It's like, it's like people are like, you're objectifying women, and it's just yeah. like, yeah, well, I mean, It it sounds sexist, and it probably is, but, you know, sex sells. People see a hot woman on the cover of a book or something, and they're going to pick it up. Because that's the audience that we're placating to, but if you come in and you see it and you're offended, you're obviously not my audience, you know what I mean? It's like, and I shouldn't have to change what I do just for you, just for that percentage. If you don't like it, speak with your wallet, you know Uh, what I mean? Don't buy my stuff. You don't have to... And it's not like yeah. like it's a cover of a guy, you know, choking a woman and right. calling her a whore and smacking her and kicking her baby. Right. It's not. It's just you know, it's just something slightly scantily clad woman. Yeah. Like I have a character in my book, you know, she's got a slightly revealing costume. Yeah. Like she's got like an open window right. in the shirt, like one uh, right, where the power hole girl in her heart is. <laughs> Yeah, where the hole in her heart is, and she wears like like a, a mid drifted kind of outfit, uh, right. like you can see yeah. her her abs and. You know, she's coming kind out of right. some live, lower. Your value. guys are like, you have and, the and same then that's way. just it. Yeah. Just, you don't hear the other side of the argument. Like, how dare you objectify this? Look at that. Wolverine is naked, <laughs> yeah. <just> cutting people <laughs> like up. In Weapon X, he's like, his yeah, origin story is. It's all like, naked with like robot parts on them, you know, and a big <laughs> yeah. helmet. And that's just I mean, there's all these muscly guys with super skin tight clothing yeah. on, and I mean, you see like Gambit shows part of a belly in the comic book, yeah. and women just just snail trails everywhere yeah. you know they're just they get wet like oh he's so dreamy like they have a cover of the new X Factor with Gambit basically naked on a bed with a, a right. sheet over him and some topless woman is behind him with her back turned you know Yeah. and and oh, it's all over like these Gambit fan sites yeah. but you don't hear guys going like how dare you how dare you objectify me like yeah. that you know but I mean, but I understand both sides of you. mean... The thing with games, like, like, fighting
1: games, Yeah. Really talk about, life. like, have you seen the guys in those games? Like, yeah. It's no, like not even It's kind of all unrealistic. Yeah.
0: And, and like, um, I know there's one website, I think, uh, who is it, uh, Gail Simone, who yeah. I love, he's a great writer. It's like, uh, something like like draw them draw draw, like redraw Hawkeye or something like that where you take a female pose from a comic book and you draw Hawkeye (laughs) in that pose so like like all his butt sticking out and (laughs) like in every pose and it's just like yeah that's kind of ridiculous you know but it's like, also, but if you draw some females in the poses of some guys, like I mean, it'll it'll work, it'll work across. But also, it's like it works if it's like Power Girl, or it works if it's like a Well, role. it could work it with almost any character. I mean, I'm the, talking about like the muscle. Like, well, no, I mean just the pose, the like just, just out, the yeah. like, you know, one leg back, one leg oh, forward. Lobo yeah. and the they are like all hunched over, and it's just like. I mean, they, they don't look, you know, appealing. Constipated. You know what the I mean? Like, Wolverine yeah. isn't supposed to look appealing like that. He's supposed yeah. to look like an ugly badass, you know? Yeah. Which has kind of gone out of the fat favor, too. Like, he used to be this... A short, ugly, right. bad boy, massively hairy arms. Yeah, I mean, like, th- yeah. Th- some comic artists go have gone back to that, but now, I mean, and thanks to the movies, and you know, God love the movies. I'm a huge Jackman yeah. fan forever, you know. Especially the Man crush like, every yeah. day, not just Monday, but <laughs> between him and uh, <laughs> between him, Steve okay. Amel and John Barrowman on uh, Facebook, you know, <laughs> nice. and, and Instagram is like, yeah, you yeah. know. Tom Barrowman, is a little green. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen
1: Torchwood, right? He's just yeah, yeah, basically. Gets killed and he's like...
0: Yeah, um, but, uh, but, you know, thanks to Hugh Jackman being a super attractive guy... Yeah. Women, I mean, and women love the bad boy, too, but not not back in the day for the same reason that they do now. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I remember, that's, that's who Hugh Jackman played in the movie. He's so hot and... You know, you know, I, I ball wonder ball ball. what would
1: happen if we started attacking all these cheesy CW shows and stuff that, like, girls like, for not being realistic, unrealistic expectations of men. Uh, you know, all those oh, things. oh, there's that definitely are- that. Um, was
0: it, some some site was like, you know, I blame Tom Hiddleston for the women's high expectations of right. men. You know, but like, it it's the it. actual page you go to, and it shows you all right. these things that Tom Hiddleston does, and it's like but in reality I don't you know it's not my thing obviously Yeah. it's like so
1: what that's their that's their fantasy life they live in there, like maybe even Twilight's like, right. exactly fantasy life.
0: It's, I don't understand <laughs> it but it's their right yeah um, I mean I I but I, I, it's like it's, again I spoke with my wallet I didn't go see those movies yeah I saw one trailer before one of the X-Men movies and I was like or no before Spider-Man 2 one of the trailers right. first. no it it's the Amazing Spider-Man I'm sorry the Amazing Spider-Man the first one um before that one came out there's a trailer for like Breaking Dawn Part One. Yeah. And it it finished and I looked at my brother and I said, That's the most I've ever watched of any <laughs> Twilight film And I want those minute and a half of my life right. back, you know what I mean? Like but I'm not gonna be smirch people or call them stupid for liking what they like. That's not yeah. what this culture is about. Well, you know. you feel like well, you have seen the stuff I'm doing. And like if
1: if you uh, but for people who haven't, like yeah. you would think I'm an extremely violent guy based yeah. on some of the stuff that I've, I've drawn and I've been part of the writing process on that. And, mm-hmm. um, but anybody who knows me, you know, knows that's not the case at all. Yeah. And it's just you know it's like. We should be allowed to enjoy what we enjoy.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, it's like Kevin Smith says, do what you love as long as it's not hurting anybody, then, you know fuck everybody else basically right if I'm writing Booster
1: Gold who's kind of a womanizing asshole yeah um, if I'm writing Booster Gold does that mean that I in my personal life or that my readers even are going around calling women bitches or whatever and that, not that Booster yeah. uses that word but it, yeah. But you know what I mean he is like egotistical and yeah. or like, uh, well, so is Gambit, but uh, yeah. you know,
0: again, people still love it.
1: Yeah. It's like, no, I mean, we realize it's fantasy. We realize that there's, yeah. there's acceptable social behavior. And, and, not...
0: and that's true of actors, too. Like, he used to be like, chow you fat, and people were just, oh my god, he's such a badass. You yeah. kick anybody's out, I don't want to mess with him. and He hates violence. He's an yeah. he's extreme pacifist. Yeah. Like, he hates guns, he hates right. swords, he hates fights. He watches, like, artsy movies and comedies. Like, yeah. that's, his, that's his thing, but... He's like, but when I got to, you know, make some money, I'm going like, to grab some guns and run around, do you know, a John Woo movie, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's that, that's how he pays the bills, you know? You know? But he loves the, the craft of acting more than anything, but he's still like, he hates the sound of gunfire, which is crazy because okay. of how many John Woo movies he's done, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, even if you were making, like full on porn comic
1: yeah who really cares you're not forcing people to go out there and you know like kinky <laughs> <have laughs> sex or whatever like that yeah but um you may be selling fantasies for people but it, like yeah
0: it, and then there's that side of the argument that's so like well you're putting out there for people to be exposed to and yeah but wait, are you but it's also like yeah but I mean you dictate what you look at you yeah you hopefully if you're you know, sweaty hopefully if uh you're a good enough parent you're kinda of regulating what your kids are looking at
1: too. The, you know what I mean? Right. And to take that a step further, and this is my soapbox, so sorry. Yeah. But like I'm but I'm gonna I'm gonna go on here with that. But uh here's the here's the thing. We're adults a hell of a lot longer than we're kids. Yeah. Yeah and the the idea that like I don't know what, like at least fifty percent of your life, more depending if you die young or not. Mm-hmm. Um but uh is you have to have neutered versions of everything because of these, like... Little ten years of your life, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, yes, there's kids out there, but there's also all kinds of stuff kids shouldn't be into. Um, yeah, that you know, it's like that's what parenting's for. That's why they're not living on their own yet. There's yeah, like,
0: you um, have to have some type of
1: control structure. And it's like, yeah, they're going to slip up. Parent, all parents will slip up at one point or another. They'll get their hands on something that they probably shouldn't or whatever. Yeah, but, but that also that that's make also them a bad
0: parent. Yeah, that's also part of childhood too. And yeah. it's, it's like they say, like like with Japan and Europe, it's like. You know, the more you restrict this stuff from kids, the more they're going to want it. But you can't have that. That's yeah. bad. That's naughty. Well, then it's like, it's a great, un-re- untouchable thing, you know? Yeah. My parents are like, you can't watch the movie that has boobs in it. Right. Then you just want to so watch it. It's like, yeah, the, the more when you leave, I'm putting that VHS back right. in there, you know what yeah. I mean? Because you don't think your five year old kid knows how to run a VHS player, but yeah. it's a time marks that stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, here. look, there's Adam West from the old Batman movies. Yeah. There's two people having sex in the back of a limo. Yeah. How come Adam West doesn't see that? Yeah. Why aren't you Batman yet? <laughs> yeah. What are they doing there? Ew, uh, you know. That's yeah. so funny. Well, it's like you know they have like. I've com- seen that movie. <laughs> I'm sure if you Google it, but um, like there's a. Um, VHS? V- a yeah. VHS. <laughs> Back to the list. Yeah. Where we were, like, 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, was, so you said... Uh,
1: yeah, but I think that was so worth it's, talking about. Like, you know, it's a top topic and yeah. it's, it's part of who er, I am, like, part of my thoughts. Um, oh, yeah.
0: And, uh, well, yeah, that's right. In my, like, Holland and Europe and all that, they, they have car- children's cartoons, and then they have, like, topless orange juice commercials. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean the kids are like, oh, my God, I can't wait, and then they start, right. you know... Jerkin off. That's the Americans and the you yeah. yeah, they're like, oh sweet, the orange juice commercial's back on. <laughs> right. You know, I got thirty seconds to juice it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I get rid when you're out. You know. <laughs> but like and, and even like anime, you know, I guess it, it, I know there's like sexual deviation in Japan and whatnot, nah, but I mean there's well, there's new yeah. characters in cartoons on Sunday morning cartoons in Japan, and the and, and kids aren't yeah. going. Crazy they because actually, of that.
1: They're, I, right, but there is a a. I'm sure, like child porn problem in Japan. I've oh no, absolutely. Like but I'm talking like, yeah. like, like they do, They have. Influence. I don't think it's because of that.
0: No, they have like neuter yeah. versions of it in America, like yes. like Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. Yeah. there's nudity in them. If you get the original yeah. Japanese cuts. Oh, yeah. But you're not going to see it in America. Yeah. It'll be edited. But these kids didn't grow up to be yeah. sexual fiends because of it, you know? Yeah. They didn't go, you know, killing people or themselves. That has to do with, you know, their work life and their home life, yeah. you know was what I mean? Dragon like Ball the original episode where or he's, like, essentially having a leak in the Oh, yeah, Titanic. he was <laughs> just letting it hang out and taking a yeah. leak. They did that in, like, GT, I think. <laughs> like him and, uh, what was it, uh, um... Him and uh, Vegeta yeah. were turned into little kids, and his son was like a twenty-year-old trying to chase him around. It's and
1: like you're, you're old enough to even remember. If you were a Dragon Ball fan before Cartoon Network picked it up, yeah. you only watched the Japanese ones. Like that's WB, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's oh, translation, right? You're right. They didn't yeah. bring
1: over those. Yeah, that's where I
0: first saw the first
1: Dragon Ball, where he was was over here on DVD for a long time before Cartoon Network started there in the it world. was even on or not DVD VHS at that time yeah it was even it was
0: even on um, it was on WB as well because I remember the original Dragon Ball being on WB when I was yeah. very young Yeah, I, like, I was like oh was look, was this it was like this Phantom 2010 or something mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Ball uh, you mean like that that time block or whatever yeah, it was yeah there, like,
1: there was a stack, stack group of uh, 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 cartoons that
0: were like unique like a cartoon block or something yeah. like that yeah, um I don't remember what it's called but I remember seeing Dragon Ball and I was like, Oh this is pretty crazy, you know. The little kid turns into a giant ape man and the kid got the the pig I can't remember his name as
1: which yeah, is for the most
0: name the name most panties? <laughs> Yeah, the panty fetch like I was the world's most comfortable pair of underwear. Yeah. yeah that, like, that was his Dragon Ball, ball wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: given that he did have to make a wish on the fly to save the world
0: and Well no he didn't he yeah, he ran and jumped in front of somebody yeah, else that made the wish. wish. Yeah. Yeah, because they had that little and he
1: wore him on his head for like a year. They had that little guy that was I forgot his name, the little king that was like a like a total animated character. Mm-hmm. Um man I can't believe I forgot all these guys names but uh, yeah. was before the King Piccolo story like that was near the end yeah. but they had a main villain who
0: was just a kind of silly little guy we did a good Dan Blodgett he knows like almost everything Dragon Ball and we did uh, the, the Geek Lounge podcast and he came in to talk about straight Dragon Ball there's so much they were talking about that I a certain before yeah. I could keep up and then after that I'm just like I'm done I, I don't know what you're talking about this is sure. way out of I My think it, like Dragon Ball, the single yeah. the original, up until
1: Dragon Ball Z and Cell Saga, I think that that's like some of the best anime you can get. Yeah. Um, there's a few I put above it, um, Ninja Scrolls and like you know, yeah. There's there's some stuff that I do like more, but I think that's one of the. One Demon of the City better. Shinjuku, that was a good one too. Yeah. yeah. But I'd even put. Oh, a lot wow. of people would agree with disagree
0: rather with me on this one, but I'd even put Rombo. I love Ram Rama Oh yeah, so freaking funny. That, you like. know where I originally saw yeah. a lot of anime was uh, Saturday morning, six a.m. Yeah. Sci-Fi Channel had Anime Block. Yeah, and yeah. they would show yeah. movies. And, and at one point, like at, at the point so where like, they had Project nothing. And like
2: all yeah, that. Um,
0: yeah, they had uh, the like Ronin Warriors. they used yeah. to show episodes of that. Um, but they, uh... That's how a lot of people were introduced to anime, actually. Yeah, Yeah. and at one point, like, they would have, like, a 15-minute block where they didn't have anything to show, and they would show this film festival stuff, and it's just this one long 15-minute, like, shot of this little character walking across the screen, and then the background kept changing. Yeah, And that went on for, like, 15 minutes, this is the most boring anime I've ever watched (laughs) in my life. You know? Yeah, I remember that. It's like... Um, It looks great, but it's still like, again... And then they'd be short again, but they had another 15-minute block where they had nothing to show. You know what's funny? It's like a lot of people today, I guess they don't know where we came from in
1: animation because when anime started getting big and, like, Akira really, really pushed anime, oh, yeah. like, more than, I'd even say more than Dragon Ball for pushing it out there. Yeah, because um, the exposure, well, it, it, cause it had the theatrical release here. Yeah, uh, and, like, just, like, making people aware of anime. And then Dragon Ball was probably the bigger series, but it wasn't, I don't know that I
0: would say it's as influ- influence. But uh Well, mostly younger audience. Yeah. Which is now us.
1: Right. <laughs> so like a freaking comes comes out and it's like The best animation we could even compare it to was probably the Transformers movie before that. Because like, if you compared it to our TV animation, it flew away like
0: anything. I don't think I I don't. If I did, I don't remember watching the Transformers movie.
1: You've never seen the Transformers
0: movie? I believe I did if I saw some of it, but it doesn't. I don't have any recollection of it. Okay, I'm not a
1: huge fan of the live-action Transformer movies. Mm -hmm. Like, I I would put them with, like, the original... Or, I mean, not the original, but the Star Wars Episode 1, 2, and 3. Like, they're not really god-awful, but when you compare them to what there was, it's hard to like them as much. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, like Episode 3 was actually, I think, a decent movie. Yeah. But if you compared it to 4, 5, and 6, it's like... Well, if you compare any of them... But it's also... We're
0: also very... Biased. Biased, yeah. yeah. Because it's like... We were kids. That's we what I friends. had when yeah. I was a kid. and Yeah,
1: no, I totally agree and I, I, I
0: Well, it, it, like I was saying, uh, somebody, I may have mentioned you, but, uh, like, Masters of the Universe, that was my favorite cartoon. Of right. I loved He-Man and right. Thundercats. he yeah. I know. It's like, that That dude could do no wrong. He's amazing, yeah. you know. Oh, I'm with you. It's like... Uh, yeah, he's got a Dutch boy haircut and a harness and a talking <laughs> cat. <laughs> yeah, when he's I, yeah, and he wears pink that. leotards in his time off, <laughs> whatever, um, no, to make wait, him more I effeminate. Mean, and huge, huge and huge but if you look at those out. cartoons now, and it's, they're just god awful. Like the animation is so bad. Like they
1: did a remake of He-Man though on the Cartoon Network.
0: I, I heard that, and yeah. I think yeah. I tried to watch one episode. I'm but like, the yeah, but I'm, it's also like that's not mine, but mine. Sucks. Like the memory of it is better than the actuality. And that may not... Yeah. It, it had a few good moments, like when he would they would transform or he'd pull up the sword, because that was the original Japanese house studio doing that okay. stuff, you know? I don't think that was the same with E-Man, but it's also like that all came from the pilot. And you put more money into the pilot. And then every other episode, you just reuse the same animation pose, you just change out the background, you know? I think the thing that I remember the best because it was newer was like the crossover with him and Shira because of, oh it's a brand new animation for the most part yeah. new characters crossover which was huge as a kid but you know and like and, and not saying that Star Wars the original yeah. sucked by comparison yeah. but it's also like you know, I'm also in the house of like I'm gonna go see him in the theaters the original the, right. the one two and three and I think one I saw like three or four times because I went um, with my friend and then I took my dad for his birthday right. and then I took my dad, my myself, and my brother when he graduated from the Navy up in Chicago while we were on vacation. Like, at the graduation. Right. I'm like, hey, we're gonna go see Star Wars. You're gonna love it. You know what I mean? And he didn't have any opinion one way or the other. He was like, yeah, that was cool. The lightsaber fight with the Dan was cool. And when we were kids, that's all I cared about. I wanted to right. see the lightsaber fights, because that was awesome, you know? But if we're gonna... I mean, and if you look at these, if you right. look at these current like they're yeah. like infinitely better than the originals. You know, like yeah. between Obi-Wan and Anakin? Yeah. That was amazing, you know?
1: See, though, if, we're, if you're talking about who I am and what I'm doing, it's the same for you. Yeah. I think the listener would get more out of who we actually are just off of the seemingly ramb- rambling. Yeah. it's like, you know what? Star Wars was a huge influence on me. Probably more than a Absolutely. lot of comic book artists. Yeah, and it's like, um,
0: just I just wish like I could draw spaceships the way they designed there it. Was,
1: <laughs> there was nothing like that. Like, you know, like, okay, even if, let's say, the new ones are superior and we're seeing through rose-tinted glasses, so even though we yeah. can't see it, they really are better movies. I, I don't fully think that's the case, but even if it is that, well,
0: that way... And there's a huge audience uh, that, that that is their Star Wars. But you know, these younger thing. kids, it's like, right. who, who now right. are in the 14, 15 years old, 16 but you years know what old. What
1: else is their Star Wars?
0: the Fifth Element, and also, um, you know, all these other sci-fi movies that yeah. have come out. Even,
1: I, I know this sounds weird, because you wouldn't think Star Wars, but when you go back and think of what we had in the limited selection, yeah, even Avengers is kind of like a Star Wars experience for people now. Yeah. It's like, it, the idea that it was like, stuff you've never see you didn't see anywhere yeah, But
0: it's almost kind of like a reverse, it's like... It's like you had a Han Solo solo, a Han Solo right. single movie, and then you had a Luke Skywalker movie, and then a right. Leia movie, and a Chewbacca movie, and then they all teamed up for Star Wars to fight Vader, who was the okay. villain in the Han Solo movie okay. or the Luke Skywalker movie. You know, so
1: if Disney really and,
0: if, well, and what Disney, it sounds like, that's what they're doing. They're right. going to go back and if, do that. If
1: Disney really wanted to make these Star Wars sequels be like the coolest thing ever, it probably wouldn't hurt them to follow that Marvel success plan and do well, apparently that. they are. And the guy who did
0: um, Chronicle, he's doing the new Fantastic Four, he's going to be doing the Boba Fett solo movie. Like, apparently they're doing solo movies for each of these characters one a year.
1: I'm so nervous for a Boba Fett movie, I have no idea. Yeah, well... Boba Fett was kind of cool because he was like quiet
0: and he was in the background and this like oh. crazy assassin. And, well, the well, uh, thing I don't, I didn't ever really get him as being crazy. I knew him as being a quiet badass, like right. Well, yeah, like but Wolverine. The books, the books
1: came out and the books have him as like a kind of crazy religious zealot almost, and it's like um, you're like you know. Yeah, don't but give him a backstory. he's cooler without it like he everybody well, because we already know his backstory because of the film right you know he's the well no no the clone I mean, like, stone, like the oh. though like in the original trilogy before the new one came out like he was a ton of people's favorite character both with that like you hear about both Fett all the time uh, way more than like um, any of the other side characters like yeah uh, uh, like Robot like <laughs> 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 from Cloud City
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but I mean it, I'm, I'm sure in the right hands you could absolutely do that because you did um, like you could if you made him like like Leon the professional mm-hmm. that guy had what maybe 12 lines in the whole movie like yeah, Arnold. one because he didn't speak a lot of English at the time right. but two it's like it, it played to his character you know silent badass you know. Shows so rise to power. He has like a Mike Tyson voice.
1: and story, <laughs> Total madass, don't get me wrong, but it's like he, you know. <laughs> so we already know he like He just heard. eventually learns to stop talking. Like I need him alive. That's a yak back. <laughs> yeah. And yes, I just showed my age.
0: Yeah. But, uh. So, we'll, uh let's get back to that list <laughs> okay.
1: so if I'm going to talk art um, there's uh, a lot of stuff that really influenced me a lot of it was outside of uh, outside of comics uh, uh, there's a lot of I got into surreal art really big for a while uh, Max is a, a German artist like, blew me away and so my um, art started going some kind of strange directions for a while um but uh, I feel like when I came back and started, I, was, I really got into anatomy and started learning, like, real art. That, taking that time and to really, like, delve into that, because it influences even the realistic art in a weird way. And it's, like, areas that you wouldn't think. So, like, um, it's this, this really strange mix. So, so learning the fine art helped influence the comic book art thing. Yeah, okay. oh, absolutely. So, going in from learning, yeah, I kind of went a backwards way of doing it. Like, I or, I was trying to imitate fine artists first, and then I went into learning anatomy and necessary structural. You well, that's what the they like, say a
0: lot of people like, you got to get the basics down first before you can, you got to know the rules before you can break them. Right. I hear that all the time. It's like, yeah. you learn how to draw a house, and then you learn how to draw your house. You know what I mean? Like, you draw. You well, know to draw a car, then you draw the way you draw a car.
1: You know the problem with that line, though? Is everybody's taking away the wrong thing. Like, it's, yeah. like we had the group at that we went to, and it still exists. Like still do. It's kind of been out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Yeah, it's a new location, whatever. But it does still exist. Like but we, I hear people all the time that were the younger artists that were just coming into it. And uh, they were like, uh, you got to know the uh, rules to freaking break them. And they're, they were using it as an argument to break the rules. And it's like, no, no, you're in the phase of, you need to learn the rules. <laughs> like
0: yeah. This. It's like, you, <laughs> there are certain rules of storytelling that you have to have. And there are rules that it's like, you're doing something more, you know, if it, if it pertains to your story, then you can be like, yeah. yeah, I'll just mix it up and whatever. But, you know, you can't yeah. do that if it hinders your story. Maybe you learn know? how light works. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you may have a, the anatomy in an arm, right? It doesn't mean you, it looks right.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? like, I, I so wish this was a video when I could show an example of, like, some of the
0: arms I've seen. Yeah. Like, uh, not comfortable at all. <laughs> one like, was it Glenn Fabry said, there's there's a difference between what looks right and what is right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can draw something that's anatomically correct, but doesn't mean it's going to look visually interesting. Right. You know? Like, there's a reason Jim Lee draws arms and hands the way he does, because... That, I mean, it's te- it could technically be right, but it visually looks better, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, if you look at the way that he poses some people like Superman with his fish flying out and his one knee bent and one leg really kind of right. slightly bent and one arm tucked back, you know, from a front view, that looks amazing. You look at that right. from the but side, and it's, it's a dude like, he looks like a cat, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you can't see me, but yeah, it's like, it's very awkward looking. Yeah. It's like, well, that's why you don't draw him that way from the side. You draw him, yeah. you know, arms back, legs straight, right. you know what I mean? And, uh, so... <laughs> all
1: right. little <laughs> well, yeah. a little silly when you think of that. Like, yeah. It's like, squatting almost, like, with the, the claws out, the classic pose. Like, yeah, I mean, that that's why you when you see it, it in the movies. Out here, but if you turn that even just a little bit, it would look like he's trying to take it down. Like, yeah, so yeah. in the
0: movies you'll see them do that, and, like, he'll bend over and pop his claws, but the camera will zoom in to crop yeah. in just the claws and the face and the yeah. shoulders, and that's all you need to see, because yeah. in real life it's just like, what, why are you squatting? Yeah. Like, you look weird, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. But uh, we'll continue with your influences here.
1: Oh, okay. Um, it, it just, it's, you know, those are artistic influences um, when it comes to story and, like, I, I'd say, like, like we were talking about Star Wars, so everything, we those were huge influences on, like, just visual aesthetic.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, what's his name? I totally forgot it. Listen to episode three or four with his, uh Sig. Um, He knows uh, Ruffle Quarry. Oh, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not as much
1: a single artist from, but as a just a publication. Heavy metal, big time.
0: Yeah. Like, like big time. Yeah, that that gives a nice uh, non-American influence. Oh, yeah. Like, European artists. Crazy. Like, like, you talk about alien
1: planets. Like, it's just, like, ridiculously crazy stuff. Uh, When you're in fantasy, like Game of Thrones. Visually, not storytelling wise, but visually yeah. doesn't necessarily have anything on the stuff that was going on in some of the stories of heavy
0: metal. Like, yeah, um, but they're also, yeah. I'm not talking <laughs> story, Game of Thrones. No, no, I mean, but Game like visually Thrones they're they're, really they're limited by having to create an environment based off of oh, something true. in a book, but they also have to use real locations. So they have to yeah. film in like Iceland and oh, Finland yeah. and all that. Oh, yeah, that. absolutely.
1: I just mean like that you, you're talking about people that looked at... The medium and just were like, how far can we push this? How to it, like,
0: yeah, know, it's just like the crazy. Well, they dude. also weren't limited by what else had gone on before, like, yeah. they weren't limited, like, some artists, like, this is a house style. Like, we yeah. often draw, like, John Romita or right. uh, John Buscema, you know, or whatever, or, or, or even like Jim Lee to a certain extent. You know, yeah. the house style is like, we want everybody to look like Jim Lee, let's get any keyword his style's like yeah. that. Uh, Mark Silvestri, you know. And uh, even, like, Rider to a certain extent, went. some of his yeah. 90s stuff, was like, oh, yeah, that's very Jim Lee kind of influenced, and, you know, and then he left, and then they're like, we'll just keep doing that. Like, a lot of the 90s comic books were all trying to have that one formulaic style. And it wasn't until, like, much later, late 90s, early 2000s, that they yeah. started breaking loose and trying different stuff, like Joe Madd. It was kind of like, it was kind of like, a lot like Art Adams. You know what I mean? Like, back okay. in the day, like did, like, Excalibur and, like, the first yeah, Uncanny yeah. X-Men, if you look at his stuff, it's like, that's so Art Adams heavy, it's just ridiculous, like,
1: oh, if you, you, can make, if that you make a comparison,
0: yeah, yeah absolutely, it's, it's very, it was very much, plus he had, like, traditional inkers on his work, like Dan Green, who, he's been working in the field forever, which I didn't know, I thought yeah. he was kind of fairly recent in the 90s, but now he's been doing stuff... Like, before Sylvester, was on X-Men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like way back then, like, 82, 83 or whatever. That's awesome. Yeah, and he's he's really good. And But he's also one of those artists that, like, you can definitely tell he did ink. You can tell his style over somebody else's work. What happened like, to uh, What's his name that did Max? Sam Keith? Yeah. Uh, he's still doing stuff. I think he does a lot of indie stuff. Uh, I don't know what he's doing now. Because Max was, I like, think he's redoing Max. I think Max is coming back. Oh, yeah. Because like, Max was, like, something like... you really hadn't seen anything like that. Like, no, you know, and that, he was the, kind of like the, the indie guy doing mainstream. Yeah. Like, um, I
1: can't think of a comparison. It almost felt like you were on a freaking trip, like, when you're, and and, and this is coming from somebody who doesn't do drugs, doesn't, you yeah. know, it's like. Um, I think
0: he was very, he was doing a, uh, an imitation or a kind of similar style to Simon Bisley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the huge upper bodies and the okay. massive arms yeah. and the, the smaller legs. You know what I mean? Or or giant legs or, or whatever. It was a weird, like, mixture of, like,
1: I don't know, like, Native American to a point And, like, with the way his, the face mask thing was. Oh, yeah, with the mask, yeah. And, um, and, uh, and urban, you, and some of the darker urban stuff that was coming out at the time period. is strange,
0: like... It's kind of... They pop through a few more uh, say modern comic book artists, you say or influences.
1: For who's like who's out there now?
0: Um, well no, um. I mean even like say like like I've got a list and it's like I love you know, like old, you can consider old school. Gil Kane, John Busema, uh yeah. Sal Busema, right. um, uh, Frank Miller could be considered old school. Oh yeah. You know, what I mean somebody people that are say legendary but yeah. not in the industry mainstream now like neil adams could be considered that even though he's still working he's still doing stuff he's not right I mean, well he's classic he's, yeah he's yeah. Classic, but he's also the proto jim lee you know yeah I mean, but, I mean just like yeah so i'm sure there's a list of them
1: yeah um i'm trying to think of a book that like is, there's some artists that i'm like really freaking spacing their name well, that I just tell me a book I might know it <laughs> I'll do one better if you give me just one second so like we've got um, lately I've been reading like original fan and I've been reading a lot more mainstream in yeah. the last couple weeks this is rare for me like you know that I like yeah. the all like indie stuff uh, Saga um, i book Fiona
0: Staples on that oh yeah but, she's yeah. freaking awesome Like it, yeah and I've seen, I, I liked what I've it's seen but it's, it's not normally what I would pick up and it's not that I don't like it it's just that so many other things to, to get that I like. Like, I like Stuart Immonen. Mm-hmm. He does all-new X-Men, which is probably one of my favorite books out there, where they bring the young X-Men to the future. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And his, his the, 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 the trifecta of team, or whatever, the, the, the Beatles team, they have Bendis, Immonen, uh, Wade Von Graubadger, the right. anchor, and Marte Garcia. Garcia? Yeah. Best team I've seen on a book in a long time. Like, the, yeah. I, everything they do... It's like it's like how can you guys get any better? And then the next issue comes out and like boom, it, it's even better. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. story is amazing, visually it's amazing. I mean, on every level. And then the that guy, the colors he does like the color for Joe, uh, Joe Mad on uh, Do you know Bagley? Mark Bagley. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah Mark he's Bagley. He's one of the ones. Ultimate um, Spider-Man, regular Spider-Man. Yeah, he's doing the Fantastic Four now. So have you heard of the Wicked and the Divine? It just came out. I, I saw some of the the books, yeah.
1: Um, I don't... This is my first experience with this team, so that's why I was like, I didn't know the actual artist's name, but the yeah. artist's like awesome. It's like this weird, like... Um, almost like 30 mixed with like Raver a little bit. Like, I, it's hard to explain. Who's the artist? Um, oh, hold on. I got it right here. Um, but like I'll... Don't look at the cover, because this is... I, I know you guys can't yeah. see this at home, but that's that's, uh, that's oh. just the cover, but... Um, Jamie McKelvey. Yeah, I know of him. But the art, this is the actual art. Like, so I'm going to... I'm opening an example. Yeah. Too, but uh, it's kind of like... And this is just the opening, but it turns, like, really freaking, like, dark and weird, but the whole thing has this, like, 30s feel to it. Yeah, it's a yeah, very it's simplistic
0: like, style. It's, uh... Yeah. I think he did, um... I think he did uh, Runaways, just recently, like before runaways. he did that. Like like, like the, the real one run- no, no no no
1: really
0: no not the original, the most recent one. Oh, I haven't read that. Yeah, me neither. But I know he's one of he's kind of like one of those artists that people are like, yeah, that's kind of like uh, comic book teen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's that's what they think of when they see that. You well,
1: know? This this one's kind of weird. It's like a superhero one, but it deals with like mysticism. But not like she's man.
0: Yeah. I, I'm
1: probably explaining this
0: Probably like, like more like the occult stuff. Yeah. Or?
1: But imagine like if the occult created superheroes. Okay. Um, okay, so I, I don't want to give away too much just in case somebody reads this, but it's like immortals have to become uh, immortals can die and they become mortal for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And it's through all this weird occult stuff and like they have their lives and they are going to die. It's like it's it's weird. It's like yeah. I probably actually said too much, so was gonna check it out. But to somebody who's not gonna check it out, it's just gonna be a confusing mess. But uh, it's it's a trip. So I, I like that one. But I, I tend to like things that feel a little different than the standard. Um, I have my favorite like superhero artists, and you know, yeah, it's like uh, there's a lot of variations on the people I like, but, like what you were just talking about.
0: But, yeah, I, I like the old school artists that. That, um, that are more superhero-y, but like the ones that have shown growth, you know what I mean? Like there's some artists out there that um, they did stuff and it's, it was great, and then there's other ones that are like, and it's like, and it's even better now than it's yeah. ever been. Like Silvestri is one of those guys. He had such a, you look at his older stuff, it's good. And then like he did like for X-Men, and then he did like Wolverine, and it got better, but it's still kind of the same vein. And then, like, he did, like, Cyberforce, and it was, like, even better. And then uh, he did Darkness, and that was, like, he just blew up. Like, he got yeah. super good, but he still had that same type of feel. But then, now like, I'm seeing stuff he's doing now for, like, Cyberforce covers and things like that, and he's just taking this to a whole new level. It's just, he's, like, Is really good now. I haven't read it, no. I know they're like Volume 5 or something now. Yeah, I know they have a, a really steady following, but, like, the artists and such are- more influences on <laughs> another time oh sounds good yeah so uh, in case it sounds like yes <laughs> trevor in case it sounds different we have a little co-pilot
2: hi trevor and stop
0: because we're mobile <laughs> Yeah. we've got the mobile unit um but, uh, no
1: it's always fun talking about
0: it yeah yeah it's yeah. cool so yeah, so so designs dot com. Yep, check, check it, it out. out. Um, I know you guys have got a book in the works, uh, at least one that you've drawn out. Um, yep. What's it?
1: transients the title of the main story? Uh, we're still working on the title for the um, for the entire book. Cause there's going to be multiple
0: stories in it. Okay, so this is going to be like heavy metal digest mm-hmm. size or yeah. style. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, slightly different kind of stories and everything, but still that idea of.
0: Um, so, so Transient a, will be the the, the one main through, main through line story.
1: Yeah, and that'll be a continuing <laughs> story,
0: too. Unlike, unlike You're so excited. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: He likes it. He's like, it's all done. It's all
1: done. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to get his button gear and get the other one done. Yeah,
0: I know. Tell me about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. Um, uh, We've got that going on. We've got, uh, again, a lot of stuff at the site that we're doing. Um, yeah, check it out. Cool.
0: A round of applause. Yeah, he's going I'm nuts. slapping his crotch. Uh,
2: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's, that's you and Preston Mack, mm-hmm. and hopefully we're going to get him on um, either solo or the two of you together, um, and then just kind of do just a regular kickback um podcast right you know, just just the usual type of stuff we talk about maybe we'll pick like um cause I I wanted to have this idea of wanting to do like a either a a storyline or maybe an artist and we just kind of review our history and memory of that particular you know what I mean Like, or like even a character like like pick a character that either we know or say half of us know or sure uh you know, like, and then like we just throw Batman like out. like like the Hulk or the Punisher, and then big favorite moments and favorite artists, and like just not Batman because that's been done. Yeah. Well, I already talked like an hour and a half with the Geek Lounge about yeah. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I think about Batman? Yeah. Although I think that was just cinema Batman. So that was all just Batman because I even went and researched the old like Batman serials. Right. You know what I mean, and they didn't know anything about it. I'm like, I thought you said I had to know about that. And they're like, you have to be an expert if you're going to talk about it. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, do you so realize how
1: many issues there are of Batman? <laughs> it's not just a thing of, you know, running since the late 30s. Um, yeah. It's, it's not just that it's been running since the late 30s. There's been multiple issues per month for years and years and years. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah,
0: mine, mine is more of a... I don't know just, anybody like, that's read all of Batman. Oh, um, yeah, well, there's, there's some. I know, like, some people that do that with certain titles, but it's also, like, they're not as vast of back catalog, like, uh... Well, and where would you consider,
1: like, to say you've read all of Batman, where would you go, like, do you include Justice League? Do you include all
0: the spinoffs, like Eternal yeah, and Beyond and... Um, yeah, yeah, I, I would think so, but I'm, I'm, I'm certain that there's, uh... There's a uh, there are some people out there who have done that. I know Jeff Loeb has read, um, what is it like every Superman comic ever written or something? like? I, uh-huh. Uh Did you did you listen to his interview on Fat Man on Batman? Uh uh-huh. Yeah, he did an interview with Kevin Smith, and he's like, my garage has this one wall, and it's full of every single maybe it was Fantastic Four, really comic ever published, like from number one on, like and every type of reiteration and reprinting and yeah it's it's pretty astounding it's i, I it's some and it, it, that's not really not a lot but i mean I'm trying to think of every maybe it's one copy yeah. of every mainstream every marvel and dc book ever published Jesus. like that, that seems that's that's hollywood money though yeah that <laughs>
1: seems impossible when you think of how many they
0: put out a month yeah um, yeah, it's not unless, it's, unless it's like, seems unless it's like, like it. a, maybe unless it's like mainstream title like like X Men, Fantastic Four, Avengers, like maybe something well, I like guess
1: that. If you're reading what like ten comics a week, and I guess if you yeah. have the money, that would be doable. And
0: yeah, because I mean sometimes you go in there and you buy comic books. Like I can't believe I spent sixty dollars, and then some guys yeah. go in there like I spent like four hundred and eighty dollars. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, That's the way to do it. And do like well, the Netflix, yeah, absolutely. like Netflix but it, type thing. Yeah, so so I like to. Yeah, you know, do something like that where oh, that'd be good. we just do like random thought and and sometimes just the regular conversation we have not about comic books and we're kind of leaning around it. Yeah, you know, even that type of stuff is kind of cool. Like that's kind of what Jordan and I do. We just talk about whatever, and then you know, and I, if those ever if I can find some way to present that in a format that would make sense, because um, I've always I've mentioned time and time again about just doing another podcast where it's about whatever. Like, where we can, I can be as crude and stupid as I want that doesn't reflect on the main yeah, heard, stone I heard, I heard title. Yeah, idea. like... Well, like, a smodcast was about films, and then he did, like, you know, yeah. the real smodcast, where he does talk about, you know, crazy stuff like, you know, yeah. jerking off in a yeah. portable at work or whatever, in a porta-potty, yeah. and, you know... We try to keep a balance on ours. You probably noticed
1: that. There's a little bit of maturity, but it's not like...
0: Oh, yeah. You know, I noticed not a significant cut that I thought, like, that was really funny. Yeah. But you probably got family and wouldn't like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember you looking be like, no, my parents are upstairs. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and? I know exactly. Why not my parents. <laughs> you know yeah. what, though? We impressed and were just like, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> you know what I know? I do try to keep your opinions in there.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm, not, like, I'm not,
0: I'm and, not, and I was a guest on your podcast, and I... No, no, yeah. but I mean, even,
1: like, when you listen to it... Yeah, somebody would know where you stand on that issue, and same with Christ.
0: absolutely.
1: So, and and it's like that was a big thing for me. It's like I I am gonna cut it down a little bit to not be offensive, but I don't want to take away what you're saying.
0: Yeah. And well so, that's like uh, I did an interview with another person, and like they stated a reason for doing something they had done, uh-huh. and then they stated another reason right like right, ten minutes see, earlier, you know. and I was like, well, the, this one is less offensive to you know, and like this one sounds more like. Yeah I just went and did my thing You know Like like you know Things happen And you know but The other one's just like That's because they're a bunch of losers or, or whatever I mean that's not what they said But it's right. just like But it's not like a bunch of Assholes or whatever And I'm like Yeah that's not I'm You got a reputation to maintain I'm not gonna You know Keep that in there like yeah. I, did an interview with I won't say who it is, but somebody oh. we work with. Oh, yeah, right. no, right. um, uh, sorry. Somebody we
1: work with uh, has a habit of just saying that that people are morons or stupid. And it's,
0: yeah, yeah. It's
1: like well, like, it's you different. can't do
0: that. It's different if it's that's their their personality and everybody knows that. Yeah. But if they're just saying stuff randomly, just like yeah, I know that's why I did that. And it's like yeah, but you just contradicted yourself mm-hmm. and you sound like a tool. So. Yeah. Like, I did an interview with another artist uh, that, like, he said a bunch of stuff, and I'm like, I don't know what to keep in, what to leave out, you know what I mean? And then he mentioned it to me the other day, he's like, yeah, we did that one, I think you got a lot of editing to do. I'm like, okay, so now I know I got a lot of editing to do. That's funny.
1: Because, like, he'll it's it's also subtle, I don't know if you noticed that, but there were a few areas of conversation where we went to something else and came back, and then that something else we went to actually yeah. fit better in a different segment. Yeah. So, again, making sure that what's being said is still accurate to what you're talking about, not, yeah. I don't want to, you know, like edit in a way that doesn't accurately represent you. Yeah. Um, but I uh, I did move entire chunks of
0: conversation to where they kind of fit to what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, and that, that I don't mind. Oh. Uh, I, and I don't know, maybe it's just because that's how I listen to podcasts, yeah. but it always sounded like it was just getting started. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather have heard all three segments in one segment. You know what I mean? Right, because like, we did it as three. Three separate podcasts. Uh, well, one of them I wanted to do for the comics. Yeah. Uh, and
1: that was the reason I put that out there. Um, the other two, um, the reason I broke them up, uh, I know it sounds weird, but it actually... Um, the idea is we needed short material that people could come into mm-hmm. and just like get a like a bite-sized thing on the way to work. Um, where when we go video, which is where we're planning on going next, then we could take the podcast and just let those go like the entire length, you know, yeah. two hours. Yeah. So
0: there was a logic behind it, and whether or not it's logic no, yeah, or not, no, I know. It's like yeah, I and I understand. Like I said, it's your it's your podcast. You know, it's, it's, of how how you like, yeah. but I mean, I'm more used to the long format, you know, yeah. like I like to listen to it for like an hour, hour and a half, like there's one podcast they went like three hours one time, and I'm like, this is glorious, oh, I right. love it, like I like you know, there's like a long ride trip home, and it's like yeah. it's like a two hour trip or whatever, and if I can listen to it you know twenty minutes of waiting for the- r- the bus and then get like an hour one way and then an hour the other with a half hour break in between us, three hours or whatever right. depending on the day. If I can listen to a podcast, one whole podcast a whole time, you know, or even an hour and a half, like, on a regular day. No, so I'm with I'd, you. I'd rather yeah. have
1: a long podcast personally, or yeah. even, like, YouTube, like, a tutorial that's in-depth or something like that. I yeah. would, lo- I'd, I'd take any day over, like, the little short, just like, oh, here's a quick tip. Um, but, uh, But not everybody's that way. In fact, I think the majority of people seem to be... <laughs> The majority of people seem to like that short, quick, <laughs> you know, fix.
0: Yeah. You I know, know one guy he says he likes, like, the 20 minutes. He's like, so what is it, like, 15, 20 minutes? And I was like, well, what type sort of podcast do you listen to? He's like, well, like, technical. I go, yeah, because you don't want to listen to somebody talk about well, yeah. something technical for, you know, yeah. an hour and a half. No offense. I mean, <laughs> like, it's like, like a, a podcast about art, which is kind of what mine tends to lean towards sometimes. Right. Yeah, you know, it's not very good if you don't have a visual to go along with it.
1: That's yeah. why Jim
0: Lee. One, he's Jim Lee, but two, his videos that he shows people how to do stuff get so many views is because you can actually see him doing it.
1: Well, you know the videos I put up for him. Like oh yeah. From the, from the uh, other Comic Con, like I haven't in my personal stuff, or I shouldn't say my personal, but you know through mm-hmm. the site, it's not even close to the views I got on those three videos. I put oh up. no, like um, it's like in the thousands, like at like. Uh, um, I'd have to check, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Batman one's well
0: over 4000 now. Yeah. Um, like, he just did another one. Uh, yeah, from this female one. Female he- anatomy, yeah, yeah. I think it, it had, like... Red like black belt joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that I didn't really do that. People were giving me flack, and it, it's like, the flack, they're like, uh, I like his, this, and I like that. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I've, I never once besmirched him for... Just torpedo boobs. For, no, for, yeah, for, for having a career business. and being successful at it. Oh, no. It. You no, know what no, I mean? No. Like, part of me wonders, like, how did this happen? Look at his art, you know? But it's also, like, well, that's that's why people like it, because of the art. But I never, never right. saw a big growth, you know what I mean? Like, that's what, disappo- it's more disappointment than it is, like, hate. It's like, you, could, you have so many places you could go, and so right. many more things you could do. Look at your contemporaries, you know? Uh-huh. Like, your stuff looks the same way now as it did 30 years ago, you uh-huh. know, or, or however long ago. Yeah. It's like... You know the yeah, stuff he did, did in the current. Yeah, well, I mean the stuff he did in the Hawking Dove now looks like the stuff he did back in the old Hawking Dove. You know, I don't see a growth in style. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like if you look at Jim Lee at the same time period as Rob Liefeld, and then Jim Lee now, there's the, the a yeah, significant, you him, man, yeah, the yeah. significant growth in in style. It's 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 kind of a shame, you know, because he does have to have such a following, and I would be a bigger fan, and I liked him back in the day, but you know, there's like, things you see about, like, personal opinions on this and that, and it's like...
1: I hear yeah. you, but you know what, though? Like, having, like, you know, briefly met him and then watched, watched his thing, he lies his ass off. Uh, like, he he totally does that. Oh, yeah. But he's very likable, a, a lot more so than you'd think you'd expect. People
0: like him better as a person, I guess, I think, more than an artist. That's what I, from what I understand. Even a uh, comic book resource, the website, yeah.
1: uh, CBR, they, uh, they don't really say good things about him as an artist, but they do say he's like Mr. Comics, like he's like one of the friendliest people in the industry. Yeah. And again, he lies his head off. Like the yeah. Deadpool movie thing that he said at Comic Con and made that big deal out of. What was that? <laughs> oh, yeah, he was talking about how it's the Deadpool movie, and he's like, So this is the first 10 minutes they showed me and everything. Mm-hmm. and he, Sets up the whole scene. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, sets up the whole scene, talks about, uh, um, like, what Ryan Reynolds is doing in the movie and everything, mm. and Ryan Reynolds still isn't confirmed for Deadpool. He, uh, he does it because he's a very good self-promoter, and it's
0: less about... Yeah. Although, that thing with X-Force, that's a huge accomplishment. But, I it also, it's like, it's like I made a comparison of Bob Kane and Batman. He never created the best Deadpool stories, you know? He didn't make Deadpool what he is today. The well, idea of, like, the perfect
1: shot and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. He had a lot of characters, though, that like, personally, I don't get why they were so popular. Like, Longshot, um... He's kind of a... I don't think he long, made shot. A long shot. No, he didn't. Like, Art Adams did. He had a series, and then there, who was the guy with the twin blades? Oh, that's um, um, you know what I'm talking about. Now, Shatter long, Shatterstar. Blonde, yeah. Yeah. Shatterstar.
0: Blonde hair, red haired. Yeah. Depends on who. Yeah. What who he felt off. like
1: coloring it. Yeah. 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 I just I I don't know. I just had yeah. a hard time.
0: Shatterstar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all about Domino and Cable. Um, yeah. But no, Art Adams and Nocenti they created Longshot together, and that's a cool character. But uh, I think but Shatterstar is supposed to be like. Like, Longshot and Gambit meet Wolverine with swords. You know, that's kind of who you're supposed to be, but it's also like, we've already got that. We've got Wolverine and Gambit. You know what I mean? We don't need a a, a Longshot version of that. Because that's who he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be shot son from the future. You know?
1: X-Force is, uh, um, I think that some of the draw had nothing to do with film, though like, well, it was no, no. like uh, they were the darker X-Men in a way like they were yeah I, I think it actually
0: had a lot to do with film because he was selling like
1: like, like ridiculous
0: ridiculous numbers yeah. like 2 to 4 million copies of the book which you know even by today's standards are, are huge but like but Jim Lee sold like 8 million or 11 million copies of X-Men number one and that record still has not been beat to this day really yeah it's, yeah. it's the highest grossing book of all time from what I'm talking about. you're talking the cool one that has the the, all the fold outs yeah yeah
2: awesome which is like a, a, a giant
0: a giant homage to uh, the Kirby cover yeah you know because Magneto's in a bubble and, yeah uh, I explained that in other podcasts but
1: the uh <laughs> that's funny because you can mention a few covers in X-Men and everybody knows the ones you're talking about Days of oh, Future yeah. Past like that with the with the, um,
0: the Wolverine getting yeah. burnt and with
1: well no the one with he uh, yeah, has Kitty Pryde and there's in the background there's all oh those, the uh, Wanted poster yeah cover. yeah, yeah. Like,
0: see I went the other way I went the one where the Sentinel's holding Wolverine and he's blasting yeah, that's, that's the one that's I always epic. go to for. oh
1: and uh, giant size X Men number one, everybody knows that cover. Oh yeah, um, yeah. X Men original number one with the Cyclops yeah. flat. Of course, he did. Here,
0: like you just said, he paid yeah. an homage to that with Cyclops flat. Yeah, yeah. that was called X Men number one, and then they turned it into Uncanny. But, anyway. but yeah, uh, that's a couple of stuff I'd like to talk about with uh, yeah. Preston. But Preston, so, Preston is almost on the end of like. I know he reads some books, but he hasn't doesn't have the vast. "Quote unquote knowledge that no, he's, that he's you or more, even I have. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't. He grew up
1: with very specific titles, and yeah. it was. He's a we, huge Leifeld fan, though. Like he's. He, yeah. like if you want to talk to somebody who actually gets held from a buyer's perspective, he's the one to talk to. Yeah, no,
0: and I, I understand it completely. Like, and there's some stuff that's like, yeah, that would be cool, but it's like. That, I mean of followed
1: Leifold like I don't get it personally but like Leifold went to Image yeah. and Preston started
0: buying Youngblood and started buying like well everybody did they yeah. sold 4 million copies of number 1 and then um, I think Spawn sold like 6 million it came out right afterwards personal opinion but Spawn ticked the
1: shit out of that. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah yeah
0: absolutely yeah. well there's just there's like a, a huge quality level difference too oh like, yeah like Youngblood looks like very indie you know what I mean like like they they went with looked like the Malibu company to do the colors and stuff like that and the coolest and, thing but he like had like Olympia colors on there those original like,
1: image ones were so freaking edgy compared to like oh yeah. what they became like uh you had like uh um, the whole thing with uh, I can't even, I didn't really read Youngblood, but the, uh, the guy with the skull on his face, uh, Chapel, Chapel, yeah, like where he's like essentially brought, uh, the one that killed Spawn, and like, yeah, the nice up Well,
0: him and Todd are really good friends. Like they, was the uh, uh, big guy that fought Spawn with the green armor, yeah, with the bullseye in his eye, they created that together on the, that Stanley masterpiece. Uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, yeah, where he crossfire put his head
1: in a uh, he did the the um, seven thing before seven did it,
0: I think. Was it that? Yeah, he sent it to the, uh, the mob boss. I, I I keep thinking Godfather with like the horse's head in <laughs> the bed or. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, 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 but yeah, so yeah. I'm sure we talked about Deadpool. Preston would be all over that because I know he likes oh, yeah. Deadpool. Preston's a huge Deadpool fan. Yeah, I I, I, don't, I don't mind him either. I I, I yeah. he's kind of like me with Shatterstar. I I. I understand the draw and that he can be funny but it's also gotta take a certain type of creative team to get me interested. you know what Dead, I mean? Deadpool's hitting like, this for me like, he's kind of like Kiss yeah, the rock band yeah. Yeah. Like, funny good sometimes and other times it's just like yeah
1: Deadpool kills the Marvel universe is brilliant like I, I'll i promote that book to anybody no. but it's uh, but I can't say that about every Deadpool like it's yeah, yeah. I, just, I the the socially aware thing or like when they
0: do it right that's hilarious oh you
1: mean uh, universally aware or universally yeah he recognizes
0: his own thought bubbles and those thought bubbles and like he he, he's insulted by the caption boxes and stuff like that yeah that's cool that's yeah (laughs) like in Deadpool
1: kills the Marvel Universe he's like you know Wolverine's superpower. it's not the adamantium or the
0: regeneration it's popularity yeah (laughs) (laughs) like
1: that's his superpower. power yeah
0: well, I think it's yeah. a good point to wrap it up. Yeah. So, so thank you, Don. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll have you guys on next time. Uh, together, we'll do something maybe a little less noisy somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I'll have to come back to my unknown designs, do another oh one. yeah, so that I'll was finish. a great
1: podcast. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Maybe do something long form, and I can finish up that Venator Is that what his name is, Venator? Or oh, anguish. Anguish. Sorry. Yeah. That, that's 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 <laughs> that's Avenger Red's character. <laughs> anguish. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah. I'll to that anguish sketch I started for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no problem. Cool. And remember, these things should be bagged and boarded, you heartless bastards. For more information regarding Immortal Samurai comics and the podcast, please visit ImmortalSamurai.com for all the updates on Conquest, Chain Reaction, as well as art, convention schedules, and commission lists. That's www.immortalsamurai.com. The intro and outro music for the Set in Stone podcast is provided by The Devils You Know. You can find them on their Facebook page at The Devils You Know and at reverbnation.com slash The Devils You Know. Check them out. They're an awesome band. I highly recommend them.